do you have to forgive everybody for everything? That's what we're going to talk about today on the show because her cousin, I'm just going to, no tease here, just the truth. Her cousin was part of the whole Capitol thing last week. Ugh. And it's like making her just sick to her stomach. She doesn't think the next time she can talk to him, like, can she just have a normal conversation? Do you have to forgive everybody for everything? We'll get into her story today on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Let's go. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hello, welcome to uh, the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. How are you? Feeling good? Whatever day it is you're listening, maybe it's on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We just appreciate you being here. I hope you feel connected to this podcast. Like It's part of your daily routine, and I'd love to hear from you if it is. It always gives me just the reassurance. Sometimes it's just like a radio show. I'm like, does anyone listen to this? Um, you can just reach out to me. Give me a boost of confidence. I'm feeling needy today. Can you feel that? Can you feel my neediness? Anyway, podcast based on three principles. It is live, laugh, love your mom. It's we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, Nancy Yancey, my co-host. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Am I wrong to say that guys in tuxedos is kind of out of date? Because my mom just said, are you going to rent a tuxedo for your sister's wedding? And I'm kind of scratching my head over here. I kind of feel like tuxedos went out when limos went out. When's the last time somebody rode in a limo? You know, those used to be so cool back in the day. Limos are done for sure. But yeah, what about, but tuxedos, explain, explain what's going on with your, your thought process here. Well, they're just trying to decide if, you know, John may wear a tuxedo. They're getting married. Well, and could- let's give it, yeah, quick, quick backstory oh. in case you're new. So my sister and her fiance, John, uh, mm-hmm. are getting married maybe in March. We'll no, see. Oh, not well. maybe. For sure. <laughs> I'm. It's penciled in my schedule right now because I've changed, what, three times now. So, um, Well, they're going to get married whether you're here or not. Just saying. Well, we'll see. That's what I've heard <laughs> three times now. I know. So, uh, but my mom just asked me if I was going to wear, yeah, wear a tuxedo. Why, why, why is this coming up right now? Well, because, you know, Maggie has a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wedding gown and a veil, and she's getting married, and they're getting married in a cathedral. And even yeah. though there's only our family um, and two of her bridesmaids present, yeah. Um, it's still special. It's still their wedding day. So if they're getting married in their formal attire, if John wears a tuxedo, then it seems like all of you should wear a tuxedo as well, even though you won't be at the front. So as Maggie says, it really doesn't matter. So Wait, hang on. Let me, let me, let's, let's set the scene here. Let's okay. set the scene here. So what is, how is this wedding as of right now going to look? Um, Maggie and John will be at the front, but there will be no bridesmaids or groomsmen. So why am I in a tuxedo? I'm confused. <laughs> why the hell am I in a tuxedo? How, why is this happening? It's really just for photos. Mm, you know, so okay. they don't look so jacked up. And then we all look like we've got on jeans mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. came in off the street. So. Well, <laughs> that sounds like our family, though, Didn't doesn't we? it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, we're just talking about it. It's so hard because if you are a traditional person and you're trying to keep any kind of tradition during COVID, it's crazy. Yeah. Because all the rules have changed. None of the rules hold. 
you know, we can't get married in the cathedral with 250, 300 people. But you're, want- you're, you're telling me I've got to put on a tuxedo for a picture? <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> I'm struggling with this. I just, I can't imagine wearing a tuxedo uh, <laughs> just to take one photo and make it like, like why am I even in a photo? For what reason? <laughs> because- Is there a photographer? Or are we just going to do like a selfie? Like, what's Whoa. the. Well, no, they do have a photographer. Okay, so they got a photographer yeah. and they got a wedding venue ish. They have uh, a wedding, they have a church and they have a wedding dinner venue. Yes, for uh, just us. Just, ay, ay, ay. You know my feelings <laughs> on this wedding. I ask any divorce person and I could not want to wear a tuxedo any less to any nonsensical wedding. And I'm not saying that because of my sister. I literally, like, if I never go to another wedding ever again, I'll be so happy. <laughs> Um, I just, I, I just think it's, yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it again that way. It's so silly to me. I don't want to like, I don't, I don't want to like ruin it for anybody. If you're listening right now, I can't wait for my big day. Like, um, no, I'm not wearing a tuxedo for one picture. I'm not. That sounds crazy to me, nor do I have any fancy clothes whatsoever. So, (laughs) okay. So do you want to buy some fancy clothes to wear or do you want to rent a tuxedo i I don't want to rent a tuxedo (laughs) i 100 don't want to rent a tuxedo so whatever the other option is then i'll take that yeah i'll take that buy a tuxedo i'm not gonna buy a tuxedo for sure somewhere fancy sometime i promise you i will never go anywhere Ever fancy ever. <laughs> Does anybody own a tuxedo that's under the age of, of 50? Like I, I don't know anybody that owns a tuxedo. And like for what? Like where are you going? Like for what? How many things do you go to that you have to be that formal? It depends on your lifestyle and the like crowd you like run Tell with. me who has a tuxedo. Like maybe doctors. One? Maggie's I don't think a doctor, a doctor owns. If you if you know anybody that owns a tuxedo, I need to know why. Can you call us 888-Kramer8? The last, next time I want to be a tuxedo is when I'm dead. Like, put me in a casket. And don't even do that because I think that's a very bad misrepresentation of my life. I don't want to be a damn tuxedo. Put me in a radio station hoodie and just whoa, throw whoa, my ass in yard. You're going to be in a casket? You don't yes. want to be cremated? No, what? I, don't trust, I don't, I don't trust cremation. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm still going to be alive a little bit or something. I'm not, uh-uh. I'm not, uh-uh. Well, nope. you better, you better put that in writing, baby. I know. I gotta get my life together over here. So it's, it's going to start with knowing that I'm never going to go anywhere. I have to wear a tuxedo. Like okay. just, just flat out. Okay. I can't tell you the last time I wore a tuxedo, probably my own wedding. I think that's dumb in hindsight. So I can't. It was lovely and you look smashing. I just call us, please, if you know somebody that owns a tuxedo, and then tell me why. <laughs> I know several people that own tuxedos, who? Who? but I'm 68. Who? But who? Tell me a who they of, are. A lot, you know of my, a lot of my friends that went to the Rainbow Village Galas okay. all own tuxedos because they were executives and they went to fancy parties. I, that's just not my crowd. I don't know any executives. <laughs> like I don't hang with that kind of crowd. So I just, no, I'm not buying a tuxedo. I'm not going to, unless, unless it's going to like cause a riff in the whole family. I'm not, I don't, I don't think it's necessary to wear tuxedos for mm-hmm. one picture. Okay. It's not my wedding. It's not well, about me. There'll be more than one. <laughs> there may be five of the family. I just think through this. 
<laughs> just think through this. Everyone, please take a deep breath and think through oh, this. Oh, it's yeah, just I, hard. If you know, no, it's not. It's very easy. Don't wear a tuxedo. It's crazy. Okay. Um, if you know somebody that owns a tuxedo, I want to know why. So eight 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 Kramer eight. And like, how often do they actually wear that? I must even like pre COVID times. Like, how many things do you have to go to where you wear a tuxedo? Like, how how bougie is your life that you feel like you got to do that? So eight 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 Kramer eight 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 K R A M E R eight and uh and let us know i had a um i had another therapy session today and it's going really well i uh better help is um it's, it's fantastic this is not the commercial by the way so if you're like ah, it's commercial yeah. break no not yet uh, <laughs> we're, probably, we're not gonna talk about it today but not yet mm-hmm. um i i i am just wow wow um uh, trying to figure out now because I'll I'll explain to you this and we're gonna talk a little bit later on this week about a few other things that I I'm just I just need a couple more days to process. But um I we're talking about like what happened to where I felt the need to date so many women at once. Like what, where did that come from? And like, and like, Mm. it's funny. She's like, you really struggle. You struggle with like wanting the security of a relationship, but also wanting the like attention and admiration of like multiple women. I'm like, yes. Mm. (laughs) Uh So, Mm. uh, yeah. And like, that's, that's kind of where we've been at is like, what, what do I want right now? What truly do I want? Not what, you know, cause one thing I said, I found myself saying today in therapy. Uh, and if you're just tuning in for the first time, you haven't been here for a while. Uh, it's, you know, my dating life's always been kind of messy. Um, <laughs> but I, um, she's like, you know, I was like, well, you know, I just don't want to be 40 and be this, be this, you know, single guy out here. And then what am I going to do? And blah, blah, blah. She's like, why, why, like what? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I put so much social, and I don't know because it's, I mean, I, you know, my, my life is so public. Um, I don't know where it comes from, but I just, I feel like if I'm 40 and still dating, Mm. It, you're just you're just a real piece of crap at that point <laughs> you know i don't know why 40 like 40 just <laughs> seems like dead to me it just seems like you're dead like your life's you're over not dead like your it just i mean not over i just feel like if i'm 40 and i'm still like trying to figure <laughs> my love life out three years from now like i'm just i'm just <laughs> trash like i'm just <laughs> trash I'm a trash person well i'll I just I, say not, for your sake i hope that's not true do you remember 40 though? Like when you hit 40, like did, were you, were you dreading hitting that number? Cause I mean, I'm, I'm rounding third base now, you know, like we're full steam ahead. We'll be there before you know, which is crazy to me. Um, did you, that, that number like mean something to you? You mean me personally? Yeah. You No. you didn't no. care. Like, okay, I'm 40, whatever. Honestly, because my mom died so young at yeah. 47. I'm just like grateful for every year. Yeah, I'm grateful I know to be like 40. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's not helpful. It's not interesting. But no. Well, your life's been so damn traditional. Like, it's just so traditional. And it's funny because I do, like, there's such a part of me that just wants that, but then a part that really just struggles with that. And, mm-hmm. like, obviously not wanting to get hurt again and, like, feel like I'm not making the right decisions and, like, what if this hurts again and it blows up in my face mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like that that I'm dealing with, but I just, I really truly feel like 
I get to, and I got to work through that this week, um, mm. is like this ticking time clock in my head of like, <gasps> I gotta get this I've got to figure it out. Like, uh. um, she was saying though, one thing that I found really beneficial, this may help somebody else that's going through this. Is she's like, you know, one thing you've really got to give yourself credit for. And she's so right about this is, uh, I never really discovered who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, you were too much of an adolescent to really fully form who you were. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I went from dating a girl in high school. When did I date Kim from like sophomore year to uh-huh. maybe sophomore so, year of college. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just kind of whatever for a couple of years. I don't really mm-hmm. think I had, I just was just whatevering. Nothing mm-hmm. really like official, but just whatever. Then I met, so that would have been, wait, that would have been 22, no, 21 maybe. No, because I remember I spent my 21st birthday with Kim. So right. 22. 22, 22. Mm-hmm. And then at 24, you know, I met my wife. Right. Uh, and then, you know, I was in a relationship for so long. And she's like, you know, the one thing about dating this uh, Miss Pam, she's, I don't know. I don't even know. I need to call her Miss Pam. I don't know. She's great. Uh, but she was telling me that. Um, she went to this church or something and this bishop was saying that like about just how important it is to date a lot because and she agrees with this because I don't even know what the bishop had to do with this, but somehow <laughs> let her down a path to tell me about some bishop. Uh, but she was telling me about how like when you date, you really figure out like what you want in a relationship. And I don't, I don't think I really knew Hmm. I don't think I could really tell you before. I mean, I think that going through marriage, I knew what I didn't like, but like, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. And I definitely have a much clearer vision now than when I first started dating. You know, I was just, mm-hmm. when I first hopped in that first relationship, I was like, well, whatever. Like, it's just, I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. whatever. It's fine. This is a relationship. And now it's like, I'm much more picky, maybe too picky mm-hmm. in a sense. Uh, but she recommended a book. Oh, damn it. I just closed. I don't know what I did with it. Um, but it's basically about how, and everyone knows this, but I'm, I'm going to start reading it and I'll give you some feedback on it. But like what your, how your childhood obviously affects the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's like taming your inner child or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wondering, and we're, that's what we're going to kind of figure out is like, what, why do I battle between wanting to be in a relationship and not wanting to be in a relationship? And does it come from something she's thinking because I, I grew up this kind of nerdy kind of fat kid. Uh, do I feel resentment towards women for not accepting me? I was like, damn, uh, that's that's very, that's super Mm. deep. So that's my, that's my my thing. And then we talked about, you know, we talked about yesterday about my anxiety. My anxiety is still terrible today. It's just awful. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and so we're just kind of talking about like coping method me- mechanisms. And she sent me some stuff I just haven't looked at yet, to be completely honest. So I'll share some more about that as we go. But uh, yeah, that's the latest with therapy and me and uh, romantic life. And um, with that, on that note, let's talk about our quote of the day. Okay. It's from Albert Einstein. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. I think that's so true. That's so true physically, obviously. That's so true mentally. And it's so true spiritually. Mm-hmm. We have to keep moving. And hopefully we're moving forward and not backward. We keep moving that's- that's like the state that I'm in right now. I'm like, 
I just, I got to keep going. Like, I just don't know where I'm going though. That's the problem. I feel kind of lost right now. I feel like I'm in, even though like I have my professional life put together, like personally, I'm just kind of just pinging around out here. Like, <laughs> what? you know, like, where is my personal life going? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if like all the money stuff has like stirred me up into being like, Oh, I need to like, I don't, I don't know, but I'm feeling very, very unsettled personally right now. And I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody else going through that phase two. And I know the coronavirus is like shaking everything up, but um, I don't you know. Another thing that I just thought about, it's a new year. And I think we, th- we put so much pressure on ourselves in a new year to have resolutions and to new, do new things and betterments and, and, betterments and mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe we need to lighten up on ourselves yeah, and just say, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Let's just be with what is and keep moving forward. Keep yeah. moving. Just be with what is rather than planning a resolution or goals for the year. Let's just kind of calm down a little bit. I mean, as a country, yeah. we need to just calm down. We just all need to settle down and, um, you know, take care of each other and take care of ourselves and look forward to a, a good year, but not to put so much pressure on ourselves to, like, lose 40 pounds or right. to have a relationship or to get married or to whatever it is. You know, right? We yeah, need to keep moving and trust God and trust the universe to guide us where we need to go. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, I'm like, but like romantically, it's been so up in the air for so long that I'm like, oh, uh, can something just present itself, please? Like, <laughs> can, can like the right path just present itself, please, and let me just go down that path? Because you know, when I feel confident about something, I, I just I go for it. But I just I've just been all over the place. So, uh, it's good. Just keep moving forward though. You know, like just, just go, mm-hmm. like just go, you know, you have to go. And I promise right. you a path always appears. It always yeah. does. Always. And it always makes sense. But like you can, I just, there's always. so many things that I'm just like, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm in the state of Maryland right now <laughs> and with like zero friends mm-hmm. and zero connections and everyone mm-hmm. that I know and I care about mm-hmm. is a three hour time difference. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But like maybe in six months, maybe in a year, I'll be like, Oh yeah, like that's cool. Right. That's cool. I get it. Makes sense now. So I mean, usually yeah. we only know in hindsight. Yeah, no, I know. Sadly, so much. Yeah. Well, that's just, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Moving. A little pen. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So are, do you have to forgive? Do you have to forgive everyone? Do you have to forgive everyone? Uh, because I'm, I'm not going to tease it. I'm just going to tell you straight up and then I'll get into her story in a couple minutes. She's found out that her cousin was at the Capitol last week and obviously extremely disappointed. And she's saying now, like, I don't know if I can forgive him, but do you have to forgive everybody? She'll get to her point of view with ask my mom here in just a couple of seconds. But that's, that's a deep one, man. 
Uh, let's talk about Bob's Naturals really quick. Yay, Give us a couple Bob's. seconds. Favorites, our favorite sponsors of this podcast. Uh, Bub's is a uh, collagen and MCT oil powder, and they're both great, by the way. Um, we talked yesterday about the collagen. Let me tell you about the MCT oil powder, though, in case you're new to this, especially if you want more energy. That's what I use it for. Uh, it's it's clean, fast acting energy, and it's a powder. So you can, you know, you've probably heard of bulletproof coffee, but that MCT oil by itself is like just, it's a pain. You got to put it in butter or something. I don't remember, but it's like crazy. That's why I never tried it. Cause I was like, what? But with this, you actually, um, you can, um, get the same benefits, but in powder form. So a lot of people use it as like a coffee creamer. Uh, so you get clean, fast acting energy, you get an increased mental focus. You curb your appetite and your sugar cravings and you support your gut health. If this all sounds like something that you want to try to do in this next year, then I recommend going to bubsnaturals.com and use the promo code Kramer. When you use Kramer, you get 20% off your purchase. Go give it a shot, you know, and, and see see if MCT oil powder can give you all the benefits that it gives me and it gives my mom when I was at home. Uh, you know, I had my my packets. They they come in two different forms. You can get like a, like a, a month supply or you can get the travel packets. I used to have the travel packets. I brought them home with me. My mom's like, oh, wait, here's my here's my month. <laughs> she pulled out her big old bag of it. And uh, I was like, okay, mom. Yeah, we're, we're Bub's family over here. We dig it. So mm-hmm. bubnaturals.com. Go check out their MCT oil powder. And I think that you're, I think you'll really see some great improvements. Uh, also today, well, let's go ahead and talk about better health. What, like, what is in the way of your mental health right now of being the absolute best that you can be. I am so happy that I'm back in therapy. Um, it is, it's every time I do it, like, at first it's like, I know I need to do it, but then I'm like me, but then I, when I, you know, get back in, I start like breaking down some of these walls. I'm like, I'm so glad I had a third party to run this by because, mm-hmm. and even with like, it's just cool to be completely honest with somebody. You know what I mean? It is. And your family and friends cannot be objective. No, not at all. They just can't. And so they can't. And like, so I, I highly recommend whatever you're going through, if it's you're dealing with depression or stress or anxiety or relationships or sleeping trauma, or sorry, sleeping or trauma or sleeping trauma, I guess, maybe fall off <laughs> your bed. Uh, anger or family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or self-esteem, then I hope that you'll go to betterhelp.com and you can get 10% off your first month. I want you to start living a happier life today. Go go talk to a professional counselor or therapist for the comfort of your home. It takes the awkwardness out of it. Uh, join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You have to forgive everybody for everything. No. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Let's discuss it in a couple seconds because, I mean, yeah, this is – I can only imagine how that must feel if you're disgusted by what happened at the Capitol last week. You can only find out a family member was part of it. So a couple of seconds, and we're going to talk to her. Uh, Before we do, though, thank you to all of our certified fans so much. Man, we love you so much. Thank you for being a supporter of this podcast. Certified fans are uh, financial supporters of this show, and you get all kind of perks for for being one. If you'll just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, then I will uh, I'll shoot you back some info on what all the benefits are, and it's it's uh, it's like a couple pennies a day, and you can become a certified fan. So uh, we when you join, we give you an official whoop whoop on the show. So that's kind of cool to hear your name and know that you're supporting your maybe one of your favorite podcast uh, <laughs> we hope. So, we hope it is um so let me where am i oh here they go um we had a 
five that joined over the holiday break. Uh, so today, Ma, and you have to explain who she is because I know that she was a friend of the family, but she now lives in Michigan. I was like, who the hell lives in Michigan? Then I realized oh. it was one of our family friends. Oh. Uh, Deborah S. Oh, Deborah yeah. S. Uh, how is she related uh-huh. to us? So Deborah lived in our neighborhood, a couple of houses from us, and she had a daughter, your brother's, your brother Brian's age, and they mm. were just like best buds, just best buds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she knows us from um, our subdivision. When y'all yeah. were growing well, up cool. in Williamsport. Yeah, no, 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 yeah I'm glad to hear from her. She's a nurse. Absolutely. She's wonderful. Well, uh, Deborah, thank you so much uh, thank for you. your and hello. <laughs> uh, so here's your whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Thank you for supporting our podcast. Really, really, really appreciate that. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And let's get you uh, signed up to be a certified fan. Really, 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 really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. Ask my mom is an advice segment we do a couple times a week. Thursday, I'm going to try to find out if my buddy opened up that DM and what it said. So we'll I need to message him tonight and see if I can get an update on that. Because I'm kind of curious, too. The one last week where he said his ex sent him a DM, but I can only see a few words of it. And was it worth oh, opening? yeah your wife or what so i'll see if i can get an update for thursday um but basically it's like it's an advice segment where you know if you need some unbiased opinion not professional by any means but um you can always reach out to us and we will give you our solicited advice and the cool thing (laughs) is is that if if you're listening and you're like oh my god i've been in this spot or i've got some i I think i i've got some good feedback on this please call the number 888 kramer 8 and we'll uh We'll get you on the show, okay? It says, uh, Kramer, don't use my name, but I'm really struggling with this. I found out that one of my cousins, who I'm very close to, was at the Capitol this week. This was last week. I think it was over the weekend, actually, sent it. Uh, said, I am so heartbroken. This is not what I stand for at all. My mom told me that as of now, he's not been arrested, uh, but I'm filled with fear and anxiety that I might get that call soon. Him and I are close. We talk every couple of weeks. Uh, we have always been very different politically. Uh, he grew up in South Georgia, me outside of Atlanta, but I hate this for him. I, uh, I just know that I feel disgusted about what he did to a point where I don't know that I can forgive him, but me as a Christian knows that you must forgive people or do you? Uh, I just don't know that I can look at it in the same way. If someone doesn't, uh, if someone does something that's damaging, do you have to forgive them? I don't know. I'm struggling. I know Mama Nancy would have some good words of wisdom for me. Oh, well, yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah, no um, joke. Forgiveness to is always that. tough. Well, I'm just saying to find that out. Oh, you yeah. know, if you're if you're politically, which I think 99.9 percent of us are probably politically against storming the Capitol, no matter what the case is. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, finding that out is like whoa. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was hard enough, but then to find out that your family's involved is like, oh my God. Yes. I mean, do you have to forgive everybody? I mean, because like, well, yeah, this is obviously, I don't know if it's just like a hot button. I mean, that's just like, and I'm sure that there's, there's gotta be some, this is obviously a very specific isolated incident. I don't think that most people listening right now have had a family that stormed the Capitol, but I do think that there's probably been things where people are felt like, I don't know that I can forgive somebody for what they did. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mom, thoughts? Here's the thing about forgiveness. It's always for you and not for them. Because when we don't forgive, we harbor anger and frustration in our hearts 
that only harms us. It doesn't harm anyone else. So we need to forgive in order to let go and be free of the agony that we would carry otherwise. Mm -hmm. Do we have to like and approve of what they do? No, never. And can we voice that opinion to them that we don't approve and that we are hurt by what they have done? Yes, but forgiveness is for us to relieve ourselves of the pain of carrying something that we're not responsible for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're asking a pretty, I forgive everybody, just not, not in their time. (laughs) Not the time to probably be be appropriate. Um, Yeah. I mean, things that burn me, like we're, we're coming up on the, one year anniversary of the whole channel 933 situation. Let me see what day that's going to be. Um, it's the 15th. Friday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Friday's going to be the one year, oh, uh-huh. which is crazy. Like, wow, what a year it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, do I, oh, I don't forgive a lot of people in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I don't, I don't forgive a lot of, things that happened post me leaving. There's just a lot of things in that situation that just, I probably once a week, I still get hung up on that situation. Mm-hmm. You hear yourself, but uh, you still get caught up. No one else. Oh, yeah, I don't think that anybody else involved gives a shit. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. So, so you're just tormenting yourself. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, it's when I got let go from my last radio station, in case you're not privy on that. Um, I, but I still do. And like, I know, cause I remember when I left Phoenix, I was really upset cause it was kind of a similar situation, but this nine three three was much worse. Um, but you know, I, cause I chose to leave. And then when I left, they just out of nowhere, but I started talking trash on me and I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Like, how? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while. Like, I mean, I forgive them now. I feel like I could, I, if Nina, my old co-host were to call me today, um, my old boss and I have since made amends, mm-hmm. um, you know, and mm-hmm. we're fine. He actually got let go recently and I reached out to him and sending my, you know, my thoughts mm-hmm. and said, if I could help do anything, I mean, I genuinely mean that mm-hmm. I just, it just takes me a second. All right. Yeah. It's not, this is not about me right time. now. So like when it comes to forgiveness, I mean, is, is that okay? Like I just, it can take time, right? Like that's okay for it to take time. Like of I can course. imagine with politically, like if you're, if you said you talk to your cousin every couple of weeks and he calls you ne- this like in, on Thursday or something, it's like, what's up? And you like, I understand why you probably wouldn't want to be like, I forgive you. It's fine. Cause right. it's only hurting me. You know, like, right. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you make yep. amends with people, but you forgive from your heart. Yeah. You really do. Yep. I think that's the difference. But if you don't forgive them in your heart, then it really only torments you. It doesn't hurt anyone else any more than you. And so that's that's the key to forgiveness is to not accept that what they did is not wrong. It is. It was. But you have to free yourself from the burden of it by forgiving them in your heart. And you can it's fine to let them know that you disapprove of their actions, Mm -hmm. but you have to forgive them for you. I think it'd be interesting to hear somebody that 
was really hurt by something? Mm-hmm. And then how long and how did you get through that forgiveness phase? Because for me, it's like usually time heals everything for me. Mm-hmm. You know, even with my ex-wife now, like if she called me today, I, I don't. Uh, maybe not yet. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, well, careful. Yeah, yeah, maybe not yet. <laughs> but I don't wish her ill will anymore. You know what I mean? No. Like, so I'm at least that heel where I'm like, I don't want anything bad to happen no, to her. I don't know if I want to have, have a conversation with her or not. But I mean, yeah. even that took time. I mean, for a while, I was like, fuck you, pretty much, for lack of better terms. Like, I'm not really there anymore, but I'm just yeah. like, I don't think I'm ready for a conversation. But uh, in time, in time, things will sure. heal. and think that don't maybe rush yourself just like we've been talking about like don't rush yourself to feel Mm -hmm. any kind of certain way be honest with your feelings Mm -hmm. but with the understanding that yeah you're right i mean we all know that you're only hurting yourself i got it blah 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 but it doesn't feel any better to know that logically i know know. uh 888 kramer 8 if you got any feedback and maybe there's some things you're like no you don't have to forgive them because i mean it was i mean it's terrible what happened was terrible and you know I don't know. It was terrible. It was wrong. There's no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't torment ourselves for the actions of others. Yeah. All right. Phone number 888-Kramer8. If you got some feedback on that. And mom, that's it for your part for today. So I love you. Okay. Love you forever. And if you're thinking about getting healthier for this year, let's talk about your resolution that maybe you've already failed. I failed mine twice. So that's where I'm at. And it's what the 11th day of the month. It's fine. It's fine. When it comes to eating less sugar, let's be honest, most healthy snacks, they don't taste very good. They don't fill you up and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings. Let me introduce you to Monk Pack, who is sponsoring today's episode. It is, it's snacks that taste like your favorite sugary treats with just one gram of sugar. It's the Monk Pack Keto Nut and seed bars. And these things are good, too. I had it packs it over me. I still got some left. But I ate a lot of them really fast because you know how I do. Um, less than one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, only 150 calories. They're great for keto lifestyle or for just for me that just likes to snack. But I'm trying to eat less sugar. Sugar to me just, just makes me so fat so fast. So... It's a great balance between salty and sweet. If you'll do this and then go check these out for yourself, I think you'll really love them. Uh, try them for yourself. And get a special offer for you, 20% off like always. Um, your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by going to monkpack.com and entering the code Kramer at checkout. If you're trying to snack smarter, which I am right now. Hello. Uh, and, of course, Monk Pack is so guaranteed or so confident with their product, it's back with that 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, they're going to exchange the product or refund your money, whichever one you prefer. So give it a shot. If you're trying to, like, cut back but snag I, I always want to cut back calories and sugar but i want to snack because i'm a snacker it's what i do anyway get smart and started going to monkpack.com m-u-n-k-p-a-c-k.com and select any product you can use the code kramer at checkout and you get 20 percent off your purchase it's a new advertiser so if you can go support them i really really appreciate it uh monk pack it's delicious nutritious food you can count on and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast All right, good news time. Uh, Over in Kentucky, there's a principal that's stepping up 
our students by sliding behind the wheel of a school bus. This is crazy. So Janet, I can't pronounce her last name, Thorgmorton, Thorgmorton, yeah, Thorgmorton, is is the head of the Fancy Farm Elementary School, which sounds really cool. But with a shortage of bus drivers during the pandemic, she's also doing a double duty to get kids to and from school. Uh, Janet has been the principal there for 11 years, and two years ago, she got her commercial driver's license. She could also sub as a bus driver during field trips to save money for the district, which that's cool. Uh, She's worn many hats lately, pitching in as a cafeteria staff. She's been picking up students in her car after they missed the bus and making house calls to help remote learners with technical difficulties. She said, you never know where uh, where you need to help because that's what you need to do. Let me say that again. That sounded right. You help where you need to help because that's what you need to do. There we go. Uh, she said, we've been short custodians, so you take out the trash. Our goal is for the entire school year is to have kids in these buildings because we definitely believe that's where the best learning takes place. And that's cool. Like, hop on a school bus. Like, all right, let's go. Um, and you know, if there's a dog story, I'm going to give it to you. So... This is a story out of Maine. It's an elderly dude over there. His name is... doesn't actually say what his name was. 84 years old, though. He's just rescued from a frigid brook. And he has his trusted dog to thank him for saving his life. Legally blind, 84-year-old man walking his yellow Labrador, Samantha, <laughs> when he slipped and fell into the freezing river. This this unnamed man was yelling for help, and a woman heard him before... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, from her house nearby, and then called the York County Sheriff's Office office when the officers arrived they found samantha who wouldn't stop barking until one of them followed her to the brook that's cool right um he wasn't able to get out of the water and he was getting hypothermia so the officials say that his body temperature was about 84 degrees but once they found him they were able to rescue him and, and we're also hoping you know obviously that samantha was given some extra treats for being a such a hero. God, dogs are the best. They're just the best. All right, I'll give you a made me laugh for today to end this. Talking about tuxedos, right? And like, who wears tuxedos? Eric Riviera and why he, as a Latin man, will never wear a tuxedo. The second fight we got into was because I refused to wear the tuxedo. I'll explain. When you're a white guy and you put on tux, you go from average Joe to James Bond, secret agent. You look cool as hell. When you're a black guy, you go from average Joe to Barack Obama, presidential. (laughs) When you're a Latino male, you go from average Jose to waiter. You just don't look right. (laughs) Nope. I didn't want to be in my wedding and people coming up to me, excuse me, can we get two Chardonnays, table two? All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Appreciate you so much. I hope you know that. I really hope you do. We got a ton of merch to sell right now, so if you uh, want to support the podcast, I'd love for you to buy a mug or a shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie. Let's get rid of these hoodies before it gets too warm. So, uh, yeah, go check them out over the merch store. Actually, I don't know there are a ton of hoodies left, to be honest with you. Anyway, text the word MERCH, M-E-R-C-H, to 888-Kramer8 if you'll do that. You know what, too? I'm going to tell you this really quick. The podcast match magazine deadline was yesterday for the month of february we didn't mention it once because i feel like i just overwhelmed you so (laughs) and it was the holidays oh feel sick to my stomach anyway if you want to vote for that too, um start towards march's 
list. They can go ahead and text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8 and keep us in, uh, you know, top five. It'd be great. All right. Love you. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.